0: In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Baden. I'm Dave. And this week we're doing BBC's The Thick of It. Or is it in the Thick of It? Which one is it? Who knows? Anyway, so sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. <laughs> it's the thick of it <laughs> who knows no do you know why cuz it's it's an actual term in the thick of it yeah yeah i got confused i i kept thinking the show's called um in the loop as well for the longest time well cuz it's the um... it's the it's the movie isn't it yeah, yeah. oh the ti- the
1: timeline of the show is confusing as fuck for the record
0: <laughs> right it's like but before we get into that david yeah um obviously the uh, the golden globes was on this sunday oh yeah
1: and I only found know, he, I only found out like an
0: hour it. ago. I found it fascinating that they were able to compile some form of a list of films to be nominated in the first place, considering <laughs> yeah. nothing had been made. Did Bad Boys or Trolls World Tour win <laughs> no, anything? No, no, I, I don't think they were scraping that far down the barrel. Because they, um, they were the
1: two most successful films in the West. I think. Well,
0: let's well let's say Borat did quite well. Okay, so that's that's the line we're at, at the minute. Yeah. Um, it, I don't even know why I brought it up. To be honest, it, it, I, I, there's there's nothing really to say. I was kind of hoping that C's music would win. I something. was going to ask you, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, of course, no, of course, no, no, didn't. I I think they I think they heavily regretted even nominating it in the first place. <laughs> well, got people talking about the Golden Globes, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, best motion picture. Drama was Nomadland. Have you even heard of that? No
1: Madland. Yeah. On you mean nomad, like the word nomad? It must be. Yeah. Right. nomad. <laughs> Nomadland. <laughs> no nomad <lad.
0: laughs> Um. No, I've never heard of that. We're trying to be professional, aren't we? Like, you know, we're trying to come across that we know know what we're talking know, we've, about. We've put off. <laughs> we've, we've got. We've like. We've
1: put off the start of this podcast like ten minutes. So.
0: <laughs> if someone's jumping into this thing, hey, who the fuck are these? Uh, yes, so, yeah, the musical or comedy, it was um, Borat's subsequent movie film. Musical uh, comedy? Yeah, it was it's musical or comedy. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, uh, so it's just an excuse to put kind of yeah, stuff th- that the Oscars would Ever- never put into. Yeah, yeah everybody remembers um, the
1: Martian thing winning Best best Comedy, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's a loose term. It's just so they can fit more films in, really. Uh, it beat out Hamilton and music. <laughs> Yeah. So you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Hamilton's terrible. Unpopular opinion. I'm. Ooh, I, really. I Should they? I? I, I'm not, I don't passionately hate it, but I think it's royally overrated. Should and say, I'm, it. and I'm very, and I'm very into musicals. By I was the way, gonna say so that, you know. that,
1: like, I could vouch for you that you have quite a big background in musical theatre. Yeah,
0: so. I, I I like the songs. Don't get me wrong, but the. Just everything about was just a bit naff. But okay. the songs are really good. So if, if the album is fantastic, actually. Um, but it's not something that should be nominated f- as a film, even though it's a Broadway recording. Right. So it feels as a From 2016. Feels so, as a
1: film. OK.
0: Yeah. Obviously, Ma- I thought Mank would win drama, but it didn't. Mm. Um, but then again, there's nothing really else. You know, it's what a very weak year, obviously. What, because what of did? The pandemic. What did
1: win Best Drama then?
0: Well, as I said, um, nomad lad, didn't uh, it? Ah, <laughs> yeah, right, it was that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, um, actress. I really, really thought it was gonna be. Uh, yeah, I thought for actress. Sorry, it was gonna be uh, the woman who played, you know, Borat's daughter.
1: Yeah, she was so good in that.
0: But she was beaten by Roseman Pike, which is a. Pa- It's um, from a film called I Care A Lot, which just recently came out, and apparently it's fantastic. I haven't really heard much about it, but a lot of the indie people that I follow are all all raving about it, so I might have to check that out. Mm Chadwick Boseman won for something he did. I don't know, and um, I think his wife picked up the award. An honorary um,
1: victory, I'm guessing. Maybe then. I,
0: I, maybe I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard of any of these. I haven't heard of any of these performances apart from Mank, obviously with Gary Oldman. Okay. So I can't really judge anything. Um, Sacha Baron Cohen won um, Best Actor
1: in Borat. Yeah. And she didn't. That's I know. that's bollocks. <laughs> but
0: then he's but then he's going up against James Corden. So, you know, what I mean? Yeah. Uh as I said, a pretty wankier. Yeah, so you got to take what you can really. Uh yeah. Um Aaron Sorkin won Trial of Chicago 7, which I really think Mank should have won that. because mm-hmm. um, I think Mank was one of the best like from a purely dialogue point of view was just mind-blowing the dialogue. Yeah. People have problems with the, you know, the film itself which is completely fine. It's not for everyone, but on a purely dialogue point of view it's 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 delicious. Um, yeah, it just like he says in the music, he you know he, he wants to make it sing and it does. It's it's very good. Mm. Um best animated feature film was Soul. I saw that. Yeah, did see that. But then there was nothing else really, um, and Soul was really good. Oh, we we obviously watched it over Christmas and we, we, we had a blast with it. Yeah, there was there was onward like I said, which I mentioned. But I mean, but it, it's. It would say you I said it was, it was a uh, it was like a DreamWorks film made well. Was that what you said?
1: Uh no, it like just a it, it, seemed, it seemed like a, it seemed like a 90s Pixar film wasn't like up to the mm. standards and it, I didn't even mention this but um at the time so like they actually there's a little bit of like people having like smartphones and stuff like that whatever so just like normal and they even before they go out and do their quest they make sure that his phone's broke <laughs> right. so so like right. just so it's just completely not written in the script it's just like a throwaway thing so like
0: it might have even been a script from, like, a long time ago. I wouldn't be surprised, it feels like. Uh, yeah. I have to... But then, you know, isn't it supposed to be... It's a magical world, but modernised, isn't it? Isn't that the point? Yeah. So why would they have to mention mobiles at all? I, I guess they just... I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't really judge it. Uh, what else is there? God, yeah. Best original score was Soul, which I can't really... I don't really have a problem with because mm. um, I thought Tenet done by Ludwig can't pronounce his name um, the guy who does everything now uh, yeah I thought it was was a bit pans the, the Tenet music really and yeah because Nolan's normally known for great music because of Hans Zimmer right? yeah yeah like, how come Hans Zimmer didn't do it I think he was conf- I think he had something else he was doing contracted to right at the same enough. time so I think Nolan just jumped ship and that film could have really done it with a bit of Hans Zimmer um, he he tried to mimic us, mm-hmm. but it just just wasn't the same. So yeah, with soul. I think that's fair enough. And then um, Trent Reznor's *Mank* was pretty cool as well. But yeah, that, I think soul's pretty much. And you know you, you have all. <laughs> oh yeah, of, of course. Uh, you uh, *Queen's Gambit* won best uh, miniseries or whatever they call it. Yeah.
1: I still haven't seen that.
0: It's great. Yeah. We we should definitely do an episode. I know. It. I was
1: feeling and I've I got the point where I was just thinking, well, I'll just wait until we do mm. an episode on it.
0: Yeah, so, um, absolutely. No, no, I, it's it's great. I, I binged the whole thing in one go. But we we'll we'll talk about that later on. Um mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so best drama was the crown. Which I think fair enough. You know. I don't really have any problems with that. Uh, it was up against the Mandalorian um and some other stuff I've never heard of. Christ, we're terrible at this David. Um what, ent- of- no, it's what? fine.
1: It's 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 like the perspective of the uh the average Joe.
0: It is because we only review the first episodes, don't we? Yeah. Uh, musical or comedy of Shit's Creek, which I've apparently heard really good, but a lot of people.
1: I've seen a bit of it.
0: I, I heard it gets good at like season three. It's one of them that takes a while to get. Well, a yeah, the I saw the first
1: few episodes, and it's just sort of like, it's just okay, you know. Um, mm. The 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 standout for me is the, um, you know, the dad from American Pie. His yeah, his yeah, biological yeah. son plays his son. In it. Oh, right. and um, he's like brilliant in it it's very sassy mm. this is uh yeah it's funny
0: would it be worth doing an episode on it? yeah it's quite po- it's popular isn't it yeah it is I've popular never must be Amer- it's an american thing isn't it popular in america yeah
1: it's like crept up it's one of them like workaholics you know i mean if you yeah, you ever should... watched any of that no it's just i mean it's for it's for americans you know it's fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that Americans are... I just mean that's like... Very much, like, maybe the thick of it, I don't know if it would be for American audiences in the same way that...
0: In, in Between is is exactly like that, and I have first-hand experience in it. Mm-hmm, yeah. They just... Um, Americans just cannot click with the humour, which is fair enough, it's not like... Culture, but we like we love it, don't we? Yeah, so it might be the same there. We're just like, oh, it's a bit like um, oh Christ, uh, Portlandia, Portlandia, isn't it? Um, I, 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 luckily I lived in America for quite a while, so I kind of got the kind of crack of us. Yeah, I could understand from somebody who hasn't. Well, I did live in America. I did but, live oh, in America I and I
1: I know obviously it's set in well it's like a, it's Portland but like well,
0: it's like hipster central, isn't it? Yeah,
1: but like I where where I lived, I mean I lived in like pretty much the deep south. It was like the west side of Florida so Right. Uh I was the most hipster person there and I'm not really that much of a hipster so you know. He's
0: just a poser. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> we, we, we all are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like we're posing for this podcast. We know, we know absolutely nothing. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, best performance in a television series drama. So actor was him, um, Josh O'Connor, who played Prince Charles, which I think is fair enough. Um, he went up against the likes of Bob Odenkirk, we better call Saul, and Jason Bateman in Ozark, which we still haven't seen, um, and, and Al Pacino. But I, I, I've, I thought I've, I've his seen, performance seen I've good. seen Ozark. Um. Is Jason yeah. Bateman worthy of a Golden Globe? It's kind of weird
1: because he's... If you changed the soundtrack and maybe, like, brightened it up a bit and colour grade and, like, and um, and had Ron Howard, like, kind of um, narrating it, it would almost be the exact same character from um, Arrested Development. Right. You know, he just... Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. He just plays that kind of character, but... Uh, he he um he has moments where like he'll like surprise you you know.
0: Well, Jason Bateman's funny. I, um, I think I've told you this before. I think he's I think he's like Oscar standards, but he just hasn't done the right roles or even the right types of roles to lead up to even thinking of doing a type of quote unquote Oscary role. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's I think he's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we'll we'll move on. Uh, Actress is Emma corn who played um and Diana which I thought, fair enough, she, she did it spot on. You haven't seen any of The Crown, have you? I haven't any seen
1: post? any of us, you know, no. Which is weird, because like, like, I'm, I'm not a royalist, but I do like the Queen a lot.
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, I, I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on this. And we we can talk about it fully in there, because it, it, that's definitely a good big juice you want to talk about, because there's so much... Because you know how much we like talking about our politics, David? Hence mm-hmm. why we picked this episode. So yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of to get through, so I'm sure we'll do an episode on this uh what else is there that's noteworthy oh yeah um the, the actress from queen's gambit um anna taylor joy one as well which i think is fair enough she was absolutely ridiculous and i've never seen her in anything before she's one of them actors who just came out of nowhere yeah i mean she, obviously she's been in stuff don't get me wrong um you know she's just got to look like somebody who's just airless straight away even though you haven't seen her before uh she, yeah she's she's, fantastic yeah
1: recognizable face I feel like I must have seen her in something because I'd I'd like. You I, might I've have. Seen, I
0: think you might have seen her somewhere when she was a kid, maybe.
1: Maybe, yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, supporting actress is Gillian Anderson in *The Crown* for Margaret Thatcher, which I think's fair enough. Um, I mean, compared to anything else, I thought she was too attractive to be Margaret Thatcher.
1: <laughs> He's saying Meryl Streep's not attractive. <laughs> she played Mer- um Meryl Streep played her in uh, *The Iron Lady*.
0: Yes, well, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I completely got the point, but it was. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I thought guess... it was, I thought it was. Oh. No, no, no. I was trying to think of something to say that didn't sound offensive. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I, might... I, I, I think she just did better makeup. I don't know. Like Meryl Streep can can do ugly and attractive roles really well. She's one of them. You know, she's the best. Probably the best actress that's ever lived. Really, Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I thought she did the performance. Com- you know, spot on, perfect. I just don't think she looked correct for it. Um, you know, but then th- it doesn't. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day. And yeah, Queen's Gambit won that. John Boyega won of a supporting actor, and just something I've never heard of. There's a lot of stuff we need to get through. Um, so yeah,
1: I like John Boyega. I do a as lot. well. I I, I really I really wanted to see that um, Detroit that came oh, out okay. a few years back. Yeah, it looked interesting. Where he's. Um, I, I I don't know anything about it. That's kind of why I wanted to watch it. It was seemed like crack, with, like Chernobyl. I had no idea what happened, so I, like I wanted to watch it, and mm. I did. And then, uh, but I didn't watch Detroit. Shamed myself. I, that, that was when I worked in the cinema as well. I could have went for free, and I just <laughs> didn't. I just didn't just go. Couldn't be bothered. Well, you, it's when you work when you work somewhere, you kind of want to spend as least amount of time there as possible, I suppose. So
0: mm. yeah, cool. Um, so so that's the Golden Globes. Obviously, uh, Ricky Gervais didn't. Uh, host of this year, who did? Um, Christ, who did it? Who did it the year before? Ricky Gervais, Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they're just taking turns one year after another, aren't they? Maybe. I think um, it's getting to that point. But like I told you before, like Ricky Gervais really just bringing the numbers, and he just say some really, you know, like well, it's not offensive, isn't it? But like it, it really does annoy a lot of people. But you know, p- people love it. People really do tune in for his little opening speech. True. Yeah. A and re- and obviously we we're kind of connected to him because he liked one of our um, tweets. Didn't yeah. No. It? What the f-
1: <laughs> what the fuck? That's nuts. <laughs> that <laughs> he is. must just
0: he must just scroll on his Twitter feed and just go like right yeah, yeah. oh who's talking about me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess no matter what nobody's got anything to do with this or. I know. Yeah.
0: Honestly, brilliant. Like, and I'm, I'm quite sad that we we didn't really slag off Derek though. To be fair, I wouldn't say so at all. But we we didn't we didn't recommend it. Oh, you've missed
1: missed your chance there, haven't you? Know, so he might have listened to it and he went, "Oh, well, fuck these." Eh?
0: He probably li- yeah, he might have listened to it and like, "Oh, cool, I'm gonna give these boys a shout out so they can, you know, you know, reap the benefits of a big shout out of all my millions of followers." He went, "Nah, it's crap."
1: Yeah, sorry, my phone no. was ringing.
0: <laughs> it's alright. Well, pick it up, David. Like, who 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 do we have on the line?
1: Oh no no no, it's alright. Don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. I'll just leave it. I don't even want to look. <laughs> I'll get back to it. It's the police. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <got> so,
0: <laughs> so is there anything else you want to bring up before we jump into the thick of it? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm ready, ready. Ah, to so jump the in. stuff that you were looking into was something to do with the thick of it.
1: Oh, no. It was completely random. I just thought it was really funny. Oh, um, man. I don't know how I found this. I wasn't looking for it. All right. But, um, you know, like big capital letters at the... F- Uh, saying height privilege yes straight white males it is a thing and I thought alright I'll bite and I had a look and um, uh, I'm going to read a paragraph okay Okay. give me a sec you see although there are no physical or biological differences between men and women because sex and gender are just social constructs pushed by patriarchy men are generally taller than women which is a bit of a, which is a bit of a, a bit of a contradiction, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So when a man is very tall, the proximity of his penis is closer to the mouth of a nearby shorter or woman. Women are women are then forced to speak into the mic in inverted commas every time they say something, and if they are educational, or if if they are educating a straight male by yelling at him, the mouth is open even wider, which risks exposure to bodily fluids. Such as semen or perhaps even urine if if they're from Sweden or Germany <laughs> I mean, this isn't a piss take either. This is <laughs> what? And then in fa- in fact women speaking to such tall men simulates oral sex in a variety of ways but none of them are consensual. We feminists <laughs> we, we feminists call this PIFS. PIFs? Piffs. It's called um Penis in face syndrome. (laughs) So anyway, right? Their solution to this, their solution to all of this, is they've made like stilts for shoes. You know, you know, like think like um, think like you know what an old fashioned um, club foot used to be. Right. You know, if you if you have one leg taller than the other, so that like so they're like stilts that you put under your normal shoes. And uh, yeah, they make you stand higher. That's, Does this relate
0: to TV in any way or film?
1: No, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny. Um, but you know they've got, they've got funding from um, uh, Berkeley University. Christ, so I mean, that's legit. Yeah, it's a real thing. Not True. new, not new I, either. It was. Uh, this is from July two thousand nineteen. How the fuck did I find it? it th-
0: I feel. I feel like this should be a little. I think we should do this on a weekly basis. just you find some random article. I'm sure you bring something to the table every week. Well, <laughs> it's great. I don't. Know, I, mean, I don't know else what to say. I mean, it, it, who thought of this? Who sat in their bed and went, "Oh yeah, yeah." It's a privileged men being. I don't know because this. This is all like. You know,
1: on the other side, if I can relate it anyway, there's stuff like that going on in America. And then in Britain, we have a show like The Thick of It, which I've got to say is generally horrible to women all the way through, pretty much.
0: Ah, I don't don't know. I, I I think the context, I think they get away with it. But the women are horrible back. It's kind of like... Yeah, but he's he's not horrible to them because they're women. Because the so women. Malachi, yeah, it's it, he's just horrible to everyone. It's yeah, the discrimination that they're in. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. So,
0: let's let's delve in. What well, what is it um, cuz you got me to watch the first episode and then an episode from series 3, didn't you? Yeah. Cuz apparently it reboots itself.
1: Yeah. Now, there's there's a big reason for that, but um basically, you know, the minister that we follow through this, which is, he's kind of... Because Malcolm Tucker's not really...
0: We're talking the first episode of the... Yeah,
1: yeah. The, so the, okay. the Episode pilot. one,
0: episode one, the pilot, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hugh Abbott is the character's actually, actually, name. Actually, before, before you start, I, I I did I did laugh out loud, because I thought they got the mix wrong in the audio. Right. So the BBC logo came on, it was blasting dead loud. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, oh, oh wow, this is way too hard. So I thought, I, I, I won't turn it down, you know, whatever. I'll turn it down once I get the TV show. So it, the BBC logo oh. was blasting that, that loud, and it just hard cuts to just this mundane little documentary thing of just, like, you oh, know, it. something really boring and, like, everything's quite quiet. Like, oh, yeah, it's actually you know. a common <laughs> problem
1: on Netflix, that BBC introduction is vicious.
0: I think it adds to it, though. Yeah, yeah I know. Because I think it's going to be this epic drama, and it's just... You know, boring. Yeah, no. It's, but yeah, sorry. It's, carry on. What were, you, what were you saying?
1: Um, yeah, the uh, the actor that played Hugh Abbott, which was essentially the main character, that was the plan, right?
0: Really? Yeah. So Malcolm Tucker was going to be like like a side character, kind of a comedic.
1: Yeah, and he he actually stays that way throughout the show. Mm. He
0: he is he's not the main. The story does not revolve around him. He's the main character. Someone who you mark at the show. About, but he's not the protagonist. Mm. He is the mark. Like, I like. I. don't know if they knew this at the time when
1: they initially did the first season that he was going to be the star of the show. Or they you know, like, what really, really like shone out above it. I mean, if you think of the thick of it, and people don't know what that is, and they go what, and you got Malcolm Tucker. Oh right, yeah, that guy. I've seen
0: the YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: the very, very angry, sweary Scottish mm. spin doctor. And yeah. um, anyway. Hugh is Abbott it, it, the actor the actor that played so Hugh out. Abbott mm. uh in the middle of filming uh turned out to be a convicted paedophile or was convicted for being a paedophile. How do they spin that um he goes on holiday and they talk to him on the phone a lot
0: so is this in the show in uh, real life
1: in real life the
0: actor R- right oh okay
1: yeah <laughs> so <laughs> there's there's five episodes. In season one, there's three in season two. Two of which is he he,
0: convicted. Is he a convicted paedophile? Yeah,
1: I think it might be uh-huh. released now. He, um, because this was 2005, but uh, right.
0: yes, yeah, right, right in the middle of labor as well.
1: Something happened anyway, something to do with child pornography and that guy. Okay, okay, right, they couldn't have him anymore, and um so the the first two seasons to me I know this is sacrilege because I, I love the thick of it right I, I fucking love it and I mean loads of like Facebook groups like uh, and like the Reddit and all that like and they always relate it back to British politics they'll always take a quote you know like I mean there's one in the first episode where he goes I don't know what uh, I don't know what level of reality I'm supposed to be living on and then they'll post like something ridiculous in real world politics you know mm. um, Right. it's very very like quotable for that but I personally think um It's a mess, season one and two. And I think the they left it a few years and did um did the film and then brought out the TV show. And it's just way, way like miles better, it in my opinion. You you they're the only two episodes that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So what do you think?
0: Ooh. The, thir- um, the second one you showed me was way more polished well that that that's just a sign of the times because yes but I, I wouldn't say uh, polishes mean better uh, the fir- the first episode I kind of liked it because it, it, rem- it reminded me it's the office isn't it kind of but in politics yep yeah but it's, um, um,
1: it was so it came out five years after the office
0: right but I wouldn't say the characters as, as ridiculous is the office. It's it's very grounded, it's very dry humour. Yeah. Um a lot of the times you you do have to have some sort of at least I wouldn't say knowledge in politics, but you have to have something to mm. kinda of know how the media works in some type of way. And that you need these people to actually, you know, it'd be nice to live if we lived in a world where Politicians didn't have spitting doctors, wouldn't it? But obviously the way the media is, you need to navigate it and you need people who kind of know how to, you know, put a persona out there to the public to win elections and and all that jazz. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I don't know what my point was there. Yeah, so the first one is, yeah, really grounded. And I kind of like how small the story was. And it was it, it was, a bit like a farce. in you know, I've seen a lot of, like, farcical plays where you just have, like... You have just like it's just a problem that they're just trying to get around, and then things go back and forth. Actually, no, no, no. You, you were supposed to do that. Oh shit! Okay, i yeah, do that. yeah. You know, it's it's a bit like that, and it's it's more just they use that farcical plot to kind of to kind of show you what the characters are all about. Yeah, and the, the, really. the
1: pl- and the plot is by the way that a, um Hugh is going to announce a policy, um, and the prime minister because the prime minister says to him, which is is off screen this is the exact kind of thing we should be doing. And then there's a phone call later with Malcolm after he's already gathered all the press together and he's saying, what exactly did the prime minister tell you? And he's going, well, this is the exact sort of thing we should be doing. And he goes, should, (laughs) should, (laughs) should does not mean yes. Just the, the, and that's just politics in a nutshell. That's, that's like.
0: Yeah, it's it's language, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And, and, and it, but, but I think that, that that's the that's the core crack of how you would you spin things in politics. Yeah. Because you know there's no written contract and debates so of if, if somebody factually says something, they could easily go, "Oh no, I didn't mean it." Like, obviously, Trump does this all the time, doesn't he? Well, all politicians do really. When he says, "No, I didn't mean it, it," was a joke, you know. Oh, you took it out of context. You can spin it however. Well. That's why you have spin doctors, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> to kind of navigate this this whole crack. So it's quite funny how something like that does. Well, it happens all the time in politics. People, it happens more now than it ever did. Really, I feel like the shows. I feel like the show is is kind of it's. It's not. I wouldn't say it's dead. It's actually very current. Hmm. It, it feels more like a, an actual documentary of something that actually does happen today. Well, obviously, back in the day, in in like you know, in the middle of labor, you know, there wasn't as much going on. I'm sure you had the Iraq War, but there wasn't really that many gaffes per se like there is today. No. So you kinda of have to exaggerate well, this is the, why the crack, this it? is
1: why I think season three and four are far better, um, because social media had then existed since right. those ones where it didn't in so like where season one and two is a bit more of a time capsule. The do there is an interesting plot um where the Prime Minister just r- resigns like in a shock and then everybody's just trying to fucking like riddle away <laughs> to being the Prime Minister and it's like a two hour special, it's fucking that is brilliant that is so
0: good just how much of a shit show it is yeah just one person yeah. yeah yeah it shows that it shows the reason why politics is such a minefield you can have the best policies the best persona but if you don't know how to like navigate the nonsense of the media and all the different people who have different agendas within you know bureaucracy it's it you know it's a nightmare isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> exactly and it's it's so it's like
1: it's miserable in a different way from like what the office is where or like the uk office you know it's miserable in the sense of um this is, this is exactly what happens yeah and just like you just see it like sucking the life out of all these politicians and like ministers and um
0: but, but you see it now and today just the way people talk on the screen that mm-hmm. there the, i can't remember what it was but i think matt hancock had a picture. I don't know the full story so i'm probably really wrong in all the small details but he had a picture of somebody who he essentially gave a a contract to right a legal one you know it's corruption you know it's it's, it's classic Tory crack you know we're all used to it by now yeah and um, but in the next interview he had the he had the the um he had the little picture taken down you know the framing was exactly the same yeah yeah and I could, and they reminded me of this, and I thought like the he would have had one guy went you can't have that up there. What do you mean? It's just you know it's a picture from an old friend that I've had of his um of his business. You know mm-hmm. so no 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 after the whole the whole scan you you just imagine the conversation straight away. Yeah yeah the Tories you know the mean?
1: Tories version of Malcolm Tucker being well, like it's no. all it's all the same, isn't it? It?
0: but yeah um yeah I, I like the, similar with House of Cards because House of Cards chose to to go along with the Democrats because it would have been. Too obvious to go the Republicans. That's like on the nose, mm. isn't it? Well like the, how they did this with Labour. I guess Labour was Labour in power, were in at, power the at the time,
1: and uh, they actually again another thing about season three and four. They're really delve into the uh, Conservative Party as well, and they're really? fucking hilarious. It's so funny. Like the um, there's an, uh, Like there's a bit where the um, they buy a bank, like just. Uh, <laughs> These two, like, I get, they're not, like, quite interns, but they're just, like, nobodies that have been left in charge of the office for the day. Right. And, um, <laughs> and they end up buying a bank, and, like, it's just... You know, like, it's kind of like, well, the Tories, even though it's, like, a very Tory policy, is going, well, look, this is sort of sort work, and he's like, oh, I'm, now I'm raising... Like, I'm trying to become... Now I'm raising fucking taxes. <laughs> well, it's just... Yeah. It's, like... It's just brilliant, yeah. Really, really, like... um. Mm. It does show the human aspect, I think, to every person in it, you know, like the Oh like, god, yeah. Um but no matter what, like Well
0: it's it, it's similar to how like Boris goes on, isn't this? Yeah. Like, you know, you y- you can you can tell he's like, you know, crap that the questions I've been asking is kind of it's, it's a lose lose, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like how the fuck do I get out of this?
1: Well people you know? <laughs> people have been gagging for um them to do another season since Brexit. You know. God.
0: That would be beautiful.
1: Yeah, I know. Bring them all, bring them all back. But um, Yeah,
0: it's it's perfect. Brexit is, like, the perfect thing for the show. It's what it needs, like, yeah. that injection. Well, this is what... I, may- I, well, I mean, because, you know, all, all these seasons is done during, like, the Labour parties and this, and a time where nothing really much happened compared to today, mm-hmm. really. Um, So, really, they kind of have to, like, I guess, make up stuff, and it's more controversy of... You know, um, announcing a legislation wrong, for instance, or yeah, well, whatever. This, this but, but now, if if it's Brexit, it's like it's a minefield of just banter, isn't it? Well, this
1: is this is the thing. Like to quote the thick of it as well, we are through the fucking looking glass now because this show is taking the piss out of how bad like politics could possibly get, and it it got there.
0: <laughs> it like I think actually there were words worse and worse than this show. Which yeah, is quite scary, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a great TV movie. I think it's just called Brexit. Has um, Bennett Kumbach in? Right. I highly re- recommend you watch it. Obviously, it's going through Brexit, but um, it's the same thing. It's just it's going through two parties and their spin doctors and how they're gonna, you know, how they're gonna campaign for their side. Yeah, in the yeah. The referendum, and it's it's very similar to this. Obviously, it's re- you know it's more realistic, obviously, and less humour. But it's the same type of conversations and people are going, that's a stupid idea, that's going to show weakness. You know, it's all, it's those types of conversations, but obviously not funny.
1: I guess the only thing that where it wouldn't work is Malcolm Tucker wouldn't have been in charge of Jeremy Corbyn's policy throughout the Brexit thing, unfortunately.
0: But that might have been, yeah, but it would have been, it's a fictional world, isn't it? So they would have just had some generic centralist Labour politician. <laughs> would Yeah, they? yeah, true, true. But th- I think that'd be funny if it was Corbyn, wouldn't it? Just Malcolm, just constantly, you know, like like sick of his life that he has to go along with it or something. Has to deal with it, yeah, know. yeah. I, actually, but even it, then, the other side with Boris, I bet that's, I bet that's funny even now. If he just got put a secret camera in, in the offices of the spin, like, fuck me, what do I do? Yeah, you rugby tackled a kid. Shit. But <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I just um, I think season three as well is more. Accessible. I think the look back on what the one like, what the show did, and like you said, I, I didn't even write that many notes because even though I've seen it like probably like ten times this mm. the pilot episode, I think it's very much like a a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Like you really have to concentrate on every bit of dialogue. Like because um, there's, I guess now in like in hindsight, you know the um, exposition is like, is there and it's all it's all really good. You know, but, like, it, yeah, it doesn't they, they, they stand they out. Don't,
0: they don't explain anything. Mm-hmm. You kind of... It, it, it's good. It's a sign of good writing. Mm-hmm. Um, where they... You kind of get characters from a situation... It's situational comedy, isn't it? Um, I guess. Yeah, it's a farce. Yeah. It's, people, it's just people trying to solve the situations, and each character comes out and how they deal with this. Well, yeah, but, well...
1: The, isn't that what a sitcom is? It's a situational comedy. Yeah, I guess it is, yeah. yeah. yeah Yeah. that's what yeah that's what it stands for yeah Um, and this to me is the pinnacle of the British mockumentary season 3 and 4 I think it's the best I, I, I got I really really do I fucking I have such a Like, big place in my heart for (laughs) the thick of it, season three and four.
0: Well, the thing is, like, we've both worked in kind of office environments with a lot of politics. Obviously not this type of politics, but, you know, office politics. Yeah. And how, yeah, so this really did bring, bring me back to that whole crack of how a lot of the times nobody knows what they're doing, but they have to give the illusion that they do. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, and I wasn't better than everybody else. Like, I fell into that. You know, when I was, when I worked in an office, I was an admin. Yeah. But I used to just get shit like thrown on my desk, like just trep, like absolute <laughs> trash, you know? they <laughs> just like, you know, like thrown out and just went, sort this out. But like, I'd get on with them outside of work. But like, when you're in there, it's like, Poof. yeah, it was mental. Um, But yeah. Um... So yeah, but I don't think you ever answered my question. What did you think of oh, like sorry. in comparison to like see the the pilot to season three episode one? Which oh yeah, did sorry, you...
0: I, I completely got off track. So the um, I like them. I really like them both. I feel like the second episode you showed me, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with this, by the way. Um, yeah. if anything, it's probably better. I feel like it's it's less subtle in a good way cuz the first one you know you, you do generally have to cuz luckily I'm quite into politics yeah in some sort you know i you know to a certain point where i kind of underst- understand kind of how the media works in relation to politics and all that jazz so i quite liked how subtle it was and a lot of the jokes came off really well yeah but i could imagine if somebody else watched this who wasn't as tune with you know politics they'd be like what however that same person would grasp and um, the second episode way more. Uh, so it's, cl- it's clear. I think it's clearer. It's not It's not stuff that you kind of have to kind of know the context beforehand.
1: No, it's more, it's it's just more accessible.
0: It's accessible, yeah. Um. It kind of... Which is good, you know, like it was, I didn't have to think as much. Yeah, yeah. The first sure. one, the first one's like, right, you have to really pay attention and you slowly get into what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody ever said, Nobody ever flat out tells you the plot like they do in most TV shows. It's just things happen, and you just gotta, you yeah. know, you're literally a fly in the wall. You've got to piece it together. Yeah, they don't even tell so you what. what great, they you know? don't even
1: tell you what part it is or anything. And if so, if no. you like really, that's, that's what I like know. though.
0: Because even the policy, they don't go into the policy because it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it's similar to. Uh, it reminds me of House of Cards because House of Cards, which we, we, we're definitely going to do an episode on. Um, yeah, we're going to do our US versus UK series where we compare, you know... Oh, my U-
1: God, yeah, there's a British House of Cards, isn't there? It, I forgot there, about that. It, there
0: is, absolutely. So in House of Cards, they never actually... None of them actually talk about political theory or go, like, oh, I think you're wrong because this is bad for the people. Mm-hmm. It's all about who can, you know, who can win the voters, who can, you know, who can manipulate the best. It has nothing to do with political theory. If anything, in House of Cards, none of them probably have any... Thing of them, them wanting to do the right thing for the people. It's all about building, going up the ladder, yeah, and trying to create a good image. And it reminded me of that. How it like it has nothing to do, and that's why I liked when you don't know who the party is, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You don't really, who cares about what the actual legislation means? It's just how they're going to deliver it. That's the, you know, that's the ticking time bomb.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, um. I don't have another point. <laughs> I, um, yeah, no, but I,
0: I, I surprisingly liked them equally, but for different reasons. Yeah, I, I liked how I liked how way more scrappy and boring it was, the first one, like the the look of it, the visual language. The yeah, it's it's sort of <laughs> it's like really, if you can yeah.
1: imagine like, the the cameras that the local news is filmed with, yeah. even to this day, mm-hmm. it's like that type of camera, in you know? a... <laughs> Like there's not even any point in like color grading or fucking any of that it's yeah, just like it's cheap, isn't it? It's just I mean it must have been cutting edge at the time. I mean, I'm guessing it was just when they were doing starting to like transfer like digital cameras, well,
0: maybe, but I, I think the show I bet the show was so cheap it's I think it's one of the reasons why it probably got picked up, you know, and why it's able to carry on. Mm-hmm. I doubt many people really watch this obviously it's gained a bit of a cult following from YouTube clips of Malcolm Tucker and that, but at the time it's not something that you go oh let's watch a little political comedy you know
1: yeah we should say as well that if you haven't even seen or heard of this show Malcolm Tucker is um, played by Peter Capaldi who was the 13th Doctor or the 12th yes one of them
0: Oh, but I, I don't know what the, time, I don't know the, what missed, the
1: timeline the, is anymore the Mr. Trick as well They absolutely missed a trick for... They should have done for Comic Relief. Um, The the Doctor being... Or just the Doctor being Malcolm Tucker. You know? Like in the TARDIS and that. Yeah. Having a a go. Just effing and blaring and just calling out everybody shit and just having a go at Daleks. Like, it would have been... Even for just ten minutes, it would have been... Biblical. it there's, would have been brilliant there's always
0: this discussion who's the best doctor isn't there? and i think I think he is I think he's the best actor yeah that's played him yep but he hasn't had the best stories
1: yeah exactly not the best not the best episodes necessarily there was some that were brilliant
0: then again, he did do the best doctor Who episode ever in my opinion
1: yeah, I know we both have the same we opinion both love it um, yeah but um
0: i I think he's the best actor and I think I think he is top tier. He's very good. Yeah. Um, He's also won an Oscar as well. He has won an Oscar for a
1: short film he made.
0: It was was called Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Right. Okay. Made it. Made it
0: before he was anything. It was actually funny enough. He made that in 1993, or Lisa came out then, and then, and then I'm trying to think when he first. Yeah, and then he made nothing until 2001 when he directed something else. So really, you know, and he did little bits and bobs. So it was kind of before he was anything, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. This 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 made him really. He's been he's, he's shown up in a few things. He's, he's yeah. We would have
0: got uh, this is this was kind of like an audition for Doctor Who in a way. Someone who can like the dem- a room.
1: Yeah, he's um he was in World War Z as well.
0: All right, so he's been in a few things, just bits and bobs. He played like a he played some kind of a caretaker in Paddington or something because I remember it was at the height of his running Doctor Who mm. and he was you know like k- killing it as usual and then I just I saw Paddington I thought like oh look, this Peter Capaldi just as a little side role cool you know
1: I've heard that film's deceivingly good or is it Paddington it's, 2
0: no it's Paddington 2 which is apparently like you know a masterpiece <laughs> Seriously cuz I saw I saw the this first is... one and and it's not bad don't get me wrong like I, I enjoy it it's a fun kids film it's you yeah. know it's very very Harry Potter well, it's done by the same director you know it's, Spiel, it's Spielbergy you know it's, it's it makes you feel warm inside and you know nobody really said anything about it afterwards like yeah it was a good film cool and that, a nice christmas film yeah. you know it, it really warms the cockles in your heart type thing okay. and the second one came out and everyone was just like this is the greatest kids film ever made this is Perfection. I, was like, I just
1: can't believe it. Like who, who even cared enough about Paddington to go like, right, we're gonna fucking <laughs> we're gonna really make a good one here. Alright. Like
0: But apparently spectacular. It's like wow, that's that's the one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There you go. There's there another there, there's another watch along right there.
0: So there's we're doing Sears music and then Paddington too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Why not? Why not? Um Yes
0: yeah, so, so, yeah, so so yeah, Peter Capaldi's obviously fantastic i'm a big fan and and he's the best doctor come at me send a comment if you don't like that Are yeah, you're gonna say tenant but we'll, we'll leave all that to the to the doctor who episodes <laughs> won't yeah. We? yeah i know but you're um like smither eh? boy is boyish charms <laughs> i mean you could you could
1: almost do every doctor transition for a pilot because it's like a reboot every single one of them
0: you could, actually. Well, funny enough, um, if we were going to do Doctor Who, I, I would kind of do the old and the new one at once. Or would you recommend that being a separate thing?
1: Ooh. I don't know. I don't know, I don't want that. I
0: wonder okay. why our audience think, if only there was a place they could uh, submit their questions or, their th- you know... Yeah, let us know, <laughs> let us know. Um, at um, do the pilot do the pilot gmail.com. So, well, what? Okay, so I, I, is there anything else you want to say on this before we p- predict what the, the rating is?
1: Uh, no, I'll get to it later after we've done the. I, and I don't, I have no idea what the IMDb rating is for the whole show. I'm gonna guess it's actually really fucking high, and it's like eight point eight.
0: I'm gonna go eight point three. Okay. For the for the series as a whole. Okay. Um, okay. So let's have a look. Eight point seven. <laughs> Fucking hell.
1: And I think I think rightfully so. I, I I really do. I think it deserves to be there. And I'm and I'm actually, like, happy that, people get like get it enough. You know that enough people have rated it that high.
0: It's ninety seventh best TV show ever made. Yeah. <laughs> So what's uh, what what do you think is the pilot?
1: Uh well I think it's lower. I'm, I'm gonna go eight point three again. Uh eight point five. Let's have a look.
0: <laughs> it's uh seven point eight. Well there you go. It proves my point. Now what what it's actually I think it's I think it's probably the lowest rated episode mm. of the whole thing.
1: So what? Um if you can find it quickly, yeah, I,
0: I I can find it very quick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What what what's the rating of the other episode I showed you season one. Uh, Do you want to guess? Sorry, season three, episode one, eight point uh, six.
0: I I I was gonna say eight point six. Well, I'll say eight point four to be be different. Okay. Eight point one.
1: Okay, so it's higher.
0: It's it's higher, but it's actually one of the lowest ones in that season.
1: Right. Okay well i guess it's just like i said it's like a reboot kind of thing isn't it bit yeah. of a bit of a soft reboot and um yeah i guess it's obvious isn't it the reason that i got you to watch that is because i just thought the whole and there's nothing it's not ever like wrote down anywhere that it was a soft reboot it's just it's just what i've gathered from watching it you know that they went right okay we're really going to fucking give it a go, Are you here. go for it? yeah like cuz we had they had a good idea and uh you know, kind of, I would argue, perfected it because it just makes it more accessible for more people and it still holds on to all of the humour and the plot gets fucking nuts. I mean, I know there's that Prime Minister stuff which is crazy in season two, but yeah. um, just, uh, yeah, just you wait. It gets fucking crazy. Turns into a bit of a drama at points. Really good, ah. really, really good. So, so
0: it, it isn't all shenanigans.
1: Oh no, no, no! They're getting, they're getting a lot of trouble.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> it's
1: mega, yeah. Um, so well, you've really,
0: well you've really sold that to me, David. So. Yeah. Oh, so what what will they get up to next week? It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, before I ask you if you would recommend it, I would recommend it. I but I would recommend starting at season three episode one and then if you really liked all of that work your way back you get the crack a bit more there you go that's the way i would do it
0: what about yeah. you yeah um yeah i recommend it I, I do think you need to have at least some kind of you don't really need much really but at least some kind of context of how the media works and you know um I, you know the pretty much what we're going through now how how politicians speak on camera and like you know piers morgan ripping at the politicians for instance and like the fact that they need somebody to kind of bring up notes for them and public image all that jazz you know if you have at least a a little bit of understanding than that it's you know it's a right laugh and obviously malcolm tucker is absolute banter and yeah i i I highly recommend it i really yeah i really enjoy it i i knew i always would but i just I, i never fancied it Mm -hmm. even though I knew it would be kind of up my street. Yeah, I
1: I, I cannot believe you haven't watched it. You're like like the king of left wing. I don't
0: know. I don't get why you've (laughs) never... I don't know why you've never... Goddammit, David. We're trying not to get political, then we did the of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just don't know why you've never, ever
0: (laughs) watched it. You'd be calling me a communist next, wouldn't you? Is that like the next level? No. Let's reveal Ben's political ideology. No. Tune in next week.
1: Communist doesn't work because there's still one fucker to be jealous of running it all.
0: <laughs> Too much greed, eh? Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> well, you can't, have, you can't have iPhones in the communism, so you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, anything else? Uh, nope, not at all. Cool. So uh, we would love to have your feedback on anything, really. If you have a recommendation on what we should do next or um, any any type of TV show, we are we will be doing... In the near future, UK versus US things. So someone recommended The Office. That will probably be the first one. But if you can think of anything else, because um, we're trying to like compile a list of shows that are, you know that that came that were in both countries. For instance, something like The Office or yeah, in uh, really, the is And we really will do them because like we've got all the time in the world. We're not going anywhere. It's fine. Exactly, and we'll be here every Wednesday. To, um, f- for a bit of shenanigans, like we say in the title. So, yeah, if you want to contact us, um, we're, we're on Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. We're not on Facebook yet, once again, and we, we never get around to it. We just don't fancy it, really. It's a bit of a shit show. And, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. where, that's
1: where that's where I got that uh, comment from earlier. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> There you go. Yeah, so if you want to contact us, just, just message us anyway. On Anchor, you can send a voice clip, and we will literally play anything. Even if you're farting into the mic, we will... We will literally play anything. Um so, so so try and test how far we we would actually go with that. Um, how much you know we'll take that. Yeah, and then obviously our email is don't blame the pilot, it's gmail.com. So yeah, send in those comments and uh yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see ya. Take it easy, boy. Goodbye. Follows me on Twitter for some reason. <laughs> really? Yeah, seriously. Tazonde or something, is that his name? <laughs>